what were you looking at? Uh, laptop bags. Laptop. Lap lap cop. A bag for yeah. your laptop. Cock bag. Um, that's lowbrow. The first even for you. <laughs> the first video that I saw, because uh, I was expecting like a product demo. You're on Amazon or something? It was Dell actually. Go on um, Amazon. I've have, I have Dell credit, so you're. <sighs> Okay. Let me move this real quick. Are you fucking fifty four or something? You have Dell credit? What do you mean? I have a line of credit with Dell. I have three thousand dollars of Dell credit, dog. That's so strange. Go on. Um, <sighs> I was trying to find out more about this product, and the first thing that came up was uh, a scene from The Big Bang Theory. Okay, I'm listening. And it was it was used by Doctor Sheldon Cooper on the set of Big Bang Theory, the the eco traveler bag. <laughs> And me. He, in the final, in the, in the season finale, he See, got um, the abortion. series finale. He got aborted? No, in the series Is the show fin- over? Yeah. In the series finale, he got a Nobel Peace Prize. Is that true? Yeah. Fuck for, him. No, for successfully impregnating a, a, a 12-year-old girl. <laughs> Never been done before. It was a breakthrough in science. Yeah. Some would say, uh, I am your horny and tantalized host, Tristan Horse. Welcome. First, let me say, welcome to the Horse House. A very special episode. Episode 10. Can you believe it? I can't. I am Tristan Horse. Steven, stop masturbating. I am your host. Tristan Horse, your tantalized, horny, very smart, very handsome host. Tristan Horse, I need to apologize for for our absence. Uh, it, it's funny because uh, the last episode took a month to get to you guys, and almost to the day this one has taken a month to get to you guys, uh, uh, the, the day that we're recording, not when it'll be released. Uh, if you're listening... The day it was released, it's probably uh, uh, Friday or Saturday right now for you. Uh, most likely Friday. I'm your host, Tristan Horse. Episode 10, Welcome to the Horse House. Welcome to the Horse House. I am here with my two amigos, my two friends, my two partners in crime, if you will. Uh, on the yellow mic we have... Hey, it's me, Rudy. Rudy. Uh, and on the red mic we have... Goodbye, Jeff Epstein. Though we barely knew you at all, they tell me that you hung yourself in your empty prison cell. They crawled out of the woodwork and they came inside your plane, worshiping false idols on the Isle of Saint James. And it seems to me you lived your life like a pedal in the void, not knowing you couldn't trust Trump or Bill Clinton. In the horse house, couldn't love you, but we were not kids. You did. 
Hello, my name is Steven. Now that that isn't the original Candle Wind. That's the version that Elton John sang at Princess Diana's funeral, right? It's been a very dark time for all of us. <laughs> I'm Tristan Horace. Welcome to the Horse House. Tenth episode. Can you guys believe? I really if, thought you guys would have liked that better. A couple, I liked it. a couple of months ago. Well, really, it's been way more than a couple months ago when we first started. Well, ten years. It's been ten years, hasn't ten it? Years, yeah. Ten years. Ten beers. Would you believe that ten years ago, that we'd be here right now celebrating our tenth episode? Yeah, me two years old, just grabbing the mic, bashing into shit. Now I need to tell you guys: first Muslim president on the moon. We were. Last episode, we were in Little St. James on the late, great Jeffrey Epstein's island, Little St. James. And as you could tell at the end of the episode, the FBI, they got our asses. Me and Stephen, Stephen and I, we were able to escape from the FBI. But Rudy, I'll be honest with you folks, he smokes a lot. He smokes a lot of cigarettes, a lot of weed, a lot of penises. And it... It slowed here smoking penis. It slowed him down. While me and Steven, we eat mainly just grass, mm-hmm. uh, grass from, from the fields. And uh, Rudy was not as fortunate as us. He was not able to get away. I had a real rough go at it. He had a real rough, rough go at it. Rough go. But we had um, some favors called in. Mm-hmm. Um, now to to the average man, Rudy did kill himself. Mm-hmm. Rudy shot himself in the back of the head fourteen times with a revolver, thirty eight special. But uh, that was that <laughs> they was had to just, reload two and a half times. <laughs> that was well. Uh, well, they say that you have reflexes after you die, right? For a couple mm-hmm. seconds. Yeah. But that was all just a cover up. If you guys recall back to an older episode, we the little favor for um, Doctor James Woods, we mm-hmm. successfully got him out of Twitter jail, and so um, we called him in a favor to, uh, to James Woods, and he was able to get Rudy out. Um, but unfortunately, the person that was killed in the jail was a homeless man mm-hmm. uh, that James had picked up on his way to the jail. Although, we slipped we slipped Rudy onto John McAfee's private boat. Okay, yeah. And McAfee, McAfee was involved in this. We know? speared him away to Cutter, and Rudy got extensive plastic surgery. Yeah. So keep the secret, guys. Don't like tell the lamestream media, but Rudy no longer looks like a 12-year-old black boy. The Clinton News Network. CNN, yeah. Rudy no longer looks like his true identity, which is a, a sweet 12-year-old boy. Little cornrows, nice glasses on him, yeah. He now... He's a very ugly white man. <laughs> very large, ugly white man. <laughs> you just dox yourself, bro. Fuck. He bro, looks, you just posted dox. Bro, bro, I sound fat. It's okay. He looks like if uh, me and Woody Allen fucked and produced All Ed right. Kemper. Seriously. Ed Kemper, was... Google him. He was a serial killer. Uh... But, you know, Jeffrey did die, Jeffrey Epstein, whether he was murdered or suicided, I've prepared a little poem for Jeffrey, would you like, like to hear it? I would love Sure. To. All right. I've been kind of, I've been kind of sad because he was, maybe he did some bad stuff, maybe he didn't. Um, Allegedly. He was a friend and a loyal listener. And and there's, a, and it's important to remember that, you know, in times like this, we need to celebrate people's lives and not. Yeah. Focus on the negative. And listen, I tell you, uh, if, you know, Jeffrey, he was a handsome guy. Um, unironically, I will say that he was a handsome guy. I mean, if I was 20 years younger, you know, uh, 
But uh, here's the poem. Uh, It's called To Friend. Uh, Soft, closed smile, sweet blue eyes, gentle whispers, no one dies. Jeffrey's in heaven, I may cry. Rudy fucked a four-year-old on Jeffrey's Island, amen. (laughs) Fuck me. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) But really, this whole Jeffrey Epstein thing, everyone's talking about it. Um, this, it, this, you're going to hear nothing new from us on the podcast, um, uh, in terms of opinion, but I, I, I don't believe that he was suicided. No, um, no. Before, before we get into all this malarkey, I just do want to say it's better important- be funny. <sighs> say it, say it if it's funny. It's important to remember Jeffrey. We, we miss him every day, but he could have reached out. You're never alone. And if you feel like Jeffrey did. 1-800-273-8255. Everybody hurts sometimes. 1-800-273-8255. And just tell them, you know, I, I'm i scared. Mm-hmm. Never I miss, be afraid to reach out. I miss Jeffrey. You have one life to live. Um, call the suicide hotline at Stephen one more time. 1-800-273-8255. Just call him if you're bored. Just, just call, him, if you got, call him if you're because, suicidal. You know, if you've got because nothing better call, to call do. Him, call him if you're suicidal. Hey, like Jeffrey was. Because Jeffrey... Hey, you heard it here. The horse house folks harassed the National hey, Suicide no, Hey, dude, do you guys want to prank call him right now? Jeffrey... <laughs> <laughs> that was so. Can you FaceTime the suicide that'd hotline? That'd be so fucking shitty that'd if, be very if, we, bad. if we just prank called the suicide hotline. Bro, we can't be on Spotify. So, since this is the 10th episode, um, we are going to have a little contest for the listeners at home. You know, not all podcasts get to 10 episodes, Rudy and Steven. Uh, this is quite the accomplishment, I'd say. I can think of at least 15 um, podcasts that did not get to 10 episodes. And I, uh, and I really, uh, I'm, very, I'm very blessed to have the fans that we do. Because any, any couple jerk-offs can start a podcast and literally no one listener give a shit. Yeah. But it's nice, even though we don't have hundreds and thousands of listeners, I estimate it's about 10 to 15 um, weekly listeners, you know, not everyone who starts a podcast with three hundred dollars worth of equipment gets messages and DMs and texts saying, "Where's the new episode?" And I'm serious, you know. So thank you guys all so much for reaching out and asking, "Where the fuck are we?" Um, hopefully, after this episode airs, it'll be a weekly occurrence again. Yeah. Um, I, I pray we can set a, a, a day aside, and no matter how much we don't want to do it, we will force ourselves to do it. Yeah. Because forcing things, you always get the best quality out of it. You know, <laughs> Rudy's out of his head bandages. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tristan, yeah. Tristan, and I have recovered from the emotional trauma. Yeah. We're we're back here for you. We're back, and for our our loyal readers out there, our listeners, we just want to say, like, I I, I think. It's it's really cool. Like I I know we know a lot of y'all in real life, but it's it's cool that we do something and you guys appreciate it and exactly. enjoy it. Yes. Uh, so uh, we really got sidetracked, but that's mostly what this podcast is. We uh, so I have a little contest for all listeners at home. Only one person can win. This is the tenth episode special contest. That's the, that's the name of it. The tenth episode special contest. But at the uh, so what I want you guys to do, uh, early on, in one of the early episodes, I talked about when I first ejaculated. If you send a DM to at... Duh, underscore horse, underscore house. I always have a hard time with that. 
send in how old I was when I first ejaculated and to what I ejaculated to. Send me those two things via DMs to the official Welcome to the Horse House Twitter page. Stephen, what is it? It is at duh underscore horse underscore house. And if you are the lucky winner, you only select one. Even if two people give me the right answers, you only one will be selected. The one who is either prettier or the first. Um, so we'll see how that works. If you send it in and you are correct and you are the first person, you will get a limited edition Welcome to the Horse House t-shirt. Uh, I will tell you you're the winner on next week's podcast. And then you will uh, be assigned to send me your address, shirt size, um, and maybe some feet pics. And these and are nice t-shirts. Currently, there's only three in existence. There's only three in existence, but these will not be the same. Ooh. This t-shirt will not be the same as the three official t-shirts that we have. This is going to be a shirt that bears a design drawn by me wow. on it. And hell, I might splurge. I might fucking splurge. And I might do a two-sided t-shirt. Dude, you're getting nutty with it. I love my fucking fans. You know, I love, You're I not fucking my love fucking the fans. Mother. I love the fucking fans and I will do anything for them. I will kill myself for the fans. Like Selena's do president Call of her fan line. club killed Selena for Selena. Mm-hmm. We will kill ourselves for the fans. Mm-hmm. We'll kill our fans for mm-hmm. us. Yes. And we'll never stop going in. So I'll say it one more time. Send me via Twitter DMs to at duh underscore horse underscore house. Telling me how old I was when I first ejaculated and what I ejaculated to. And yep. next week, we will announce who the winner is. Best of luck to all of you. This shirt will be worth money someday. You also have to be following the Twitter account. To be you, also, you also have to be following the Twitter account. I, I know some people um, were getting sick of there being no new episodes. So they've been re-listening to older episodes. You, you're, you're very likely to win this. So please send us a DM to at duh underscore horse underscore house. I have one more Jeff Epstein thing to say. Uh, What is it? (laughs) You can just cut it in at the end if you want. What is it? You know, the one thing that's been really nice to see in the wake of our good friend Jeff's passing is that, you know, all across the internet, uh, people on the left... People in the middle, people on the right, they're really standing up and holding hands across America and saying, this this is this is fishy. This doesn't feel right. And all I want to say is, you know, leave it to Bill and Hillary Clinton to bring this country together once again. <laughs> it's true, though. It, it, <laughs> it's really true. It's really true. All right. I'm sorry. So Joe Biden was at the Asian and Latino Coalition Pack. First of all, what... Is there a reason to have a, La- a Latino and Asian coalition pack? They're going to vote for Democrats anyways. Well, minorities vote for Democrats. Do you want a, do you want a funny answer? Or do you want Give me the funny answer, answer. because I don't believe in seriousness on the podcast. Except for that poem I wrote and read about Jeffrey. <laughs> well, um, there was a part of that that wasn't entirely serious. Well, I guess none of this is funny. A lot of... A lot of uh, there's a lot of Latinos that vote Republican. The the people who came here legally, I think, because they hate fucking illegal immigrants. Well, well yeah, but that's only well, like ten I mean, percent like, of the Latino vote. Yeah. <sighs> why, yeah. Why are you guys the way that you are? 
No, I mean like like uh like wealthier Cubans. Like Miami is very red, like surprisingly. Uh, is that true? Yeah, I know that. Um, I mean you need packs for fucking everything because it's the way that you get more money into campaigns. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, like yeah. there's no you can donate to as many packs as you want as many, as much money as you want, and packs can give money indiscriminately, whereas the the cap on a regular citizen is two thousand four hundred dollars, I think. So all we can do is just, uh, you know, vote 15 times. Do you not know what the maximum cap is? You were telling me that you donated like like a seven-figure amount to Bernie the other day. <laughs> no, by Bernie, you Steven, meant Marianne wait, Williamson. You said that you bought Bernie his, his 17th Audi. Yeah, I was going to say, Stephen, can presidential candidates take EBT for donations? I, I didn't know that. Yeah, Obama set it up that way. <laughs> I, tried to, I tried to give Tim Ryan a crack rock. So Joe Biden was at an event for Asian Hispanic voters, and he had this to say, a bit of a Freudian slip maybe. We have this notion that somehow if you're poor, you cannot do it. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids, (laughs) wealthy kids, black kids, Asian kids. No, I really mean it, but think how we think about it. No, that was, I really that was a it. really bad save. It was a really bad save. I mean, how do you save that, though? Exa- you don't save how it. How does the, the master speaker, Tristan Horse, save that? You double down. Yeah. You double I down. love a guy that... I'm a big believer in doubling down. Yes, I did mean minorities no, are poor. Because if you apologize, people still don't forgive you. Yeah. Look at what happened to Roseanne. Yeah. But take a look at... After that happened, there was some controversy. Uh, controversy and um, Joe Biden felt it was right to go on David Letterman... And apologize for what he said. Hello, hi. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm not doing too good. What, why don't you explain exactly what happened for the folks who may not know? I uh, I lost my temper on stage. I was at uh, a comedy club trying to uh, fuck this. Do my act. Fuck this I podcast. And I, I, I took. Why a are you listening? And went in with a rage, and. Uh, uh, Said some pretty uh, <laughs> nasty things to some Afro Americans. A lot of trash talk. There's just a guy laughing in the background. <laughs> stop laughing. <laughs> there goes stop the, laughing. The, 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 you were be actually being heckled, or were they just talking and disturbing the act? Uh, that was going on too. Uh-huh. <laughs> now I'm falling asleep, and I'm all in a rage. I can't do it anymore. And I'm sorry to tell people I what we would do, do. Were they actually heckling you, or were their pants just sagging? <laughs> Were they actually heckling you, or were they listening to hip-hop style thug music? But I tell you, I really don't think Michael Richards is racist. Um, You know, uh, if that's racist, then listen, I'm the biggest racist on earth. (laughs) Was Michael Uh, Richards winning the corn kernel poll at the Iowa State Fair? Do you know what? We'll get to that. Do you know know why I don't think that he's racist? Why is that? One time, Jonah Hill got in trouble. Mm -hmm. Um, The paparazzi... Um, we're chasing them, being really annoying. You've seen how they fucking are. You're yeah. trying to drive your car, and their their flash bulbs are going off in your face. And uh, Stephen, get off your phone. And um, I'm, I like <laughs> for the audience. I wasn't even on my fucking for the phone. audience. And he was, was staring directly. There into was it. a paparazzi there who I guess Jonah Hill knew of, and who he knew was gay. Mm. And Jonah Hill called him a faggot. Mm-hmm. He got in a lot of trouble for that. I thought he called him a, a gay wonk. He didn't call him a gay wonk. That was Liam I need to use the restroom. That was Liam Neeson. 
the first gay wonk bastard I could find. And so he went on Ellen. Mm-hmm. And Steven's actually going to the bathroom. I, yeah. I thought that was a joke. Yeah, he just left. Um, but yeah, uh, wash your hands. Wash your hands. If you piss, wash your hands. Christian will get so fucking pissed. <laughs> His fucking panties will get in such a fucking twist about it. Because we all have fucking dirty cocks, I guess. Um, and so he went on Ellen. Mm-hmm. Jonah Hill went on Ellen and to apologize. Because yeah. you know you had to go on Ellen to apologize about saying a gay slur. Of course. Imagine... Never mind. Uh, <laughs> uh, I know where that one was And going. he said... He said... when. Sometimes when you get angry, you want to call someone the meanest thing you can think yeah. of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you get into a blind rage. And so Michael Richards, maybe he's racist. Maybe he's not. I sure as hell don't condone calling black people the N-word. <laughs> but sometimes you get into such a rage that you want to call someone the meanest thing you can think of. Honestly, though, devil's advocate, I feel like that's a lot of like uh, PR consulting. Because Michael Richards said that exact same thing. Oh, did, oh! Did he say the same thing? Yeah. Oh, really? And also, like they they did the bit about it on on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. I to make that, a long yeah. story short, it ends up with him yelling at a group of black people, saying like, "I wish there was a word that I could call you to make you feel as bad as I feel right now." <laughs> was that during the reunion um, episode? I believe it was. Yeah, because yeah, they were on the lot. He um, but yeah, I like that he called them Afro Americans in the apology. Yeah, I, I feel like that's. By by the way, guys, that was Michael Richards on David Letterman apologizing for calling a bunch of black people the N word at the Laugh Factory. What else did he say, Tristan? He said, if this was 60 years ago, we'd have forks up your asses. He also said that, which kind of adds a little bit of salt in the old wound, in that 400-year-old wound. Uh, But, uh, so yeah, Michael Richards, we love you. There's no other Kramer, man. We love Kramer. I'm back. Have I told you guys or share with the podcast? Um, Not a unique experience, but if you guys have ever seen comedians in cars getting coffee. Yeah. um, Kafifi tweet. Hit show with with, uh, Mr. Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, the first time that I friend of the pod that I found out uh, that that show existed, I and this was way late to the game. I immediately looked for a Michael Richards episode. <laughs> he has an episode. He does, and he addresses the. He whole... addresses it way late in the game, though. Does he? They go and they get. It's the... after he says the n word again. <laughs> yeah, he starts yelling at some Bad homeless people. Form Michael. They. It's like what? It's an hour long segment per episodes, right? Believe it's thirty minutes or an hour. It, Either way, seems excessive. This was like this was seventy five percent of the way to the episode. Can I take Jerry Seinfeld and Clay Aiken talking in a car for that long? Ooh, I don't know about that. Jerry Seinfeld and Michael Richards though, one hundred fucking percent, dude. I wish it was twice. They as go long. up to like a random person's house because they thought someone lived there. Is that true? Yeah, and Jerry Seinfeld and fucking Michael Richards knock on the door. Imagine opening your door and seeing those two fuckers in current year. Oh, I love in the current Murphy show. Yeah. Um. So they're in the they're in like the little fucking diner or whatever. Jerry goes to like his trendy Jewish deli that he likes in yeah. California, and uh, he just... they got the best foreskin pie in town. Arby's. Fuck, I was really concerned, and they weren't going to talk about it. They they hadn't addressed it the whole time, and and Jerry like picks up the check or something, and, and he's like, you know, black people don't tip, right? Like, anything to say about that? Michael Richards, it's 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 as non sequitur as this. Michael Richards. Uh, goes like that was very kind of you, Jerry. A time when I wasn't kind was at the Laugh Factory, <laughs> and I said some really mean things. You know, the worst part about doing that is you have to address it for the rest of your life. Yeah, you know, every 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 piece of airtime you get, you have to address that. If I remember right, too, Jerry was just like, "Yeah, man, you know, it's like you're my bud. We were on Seinfeld, but uh, yeah, whatever. I just did this because your your agency paid me well, a lot of money. He's Jewish. Is it racist if a non-white person says the N-word? I yes. think so, yes. <laughs> Survey says... I don't Ding! know. 100 yes. people. I don't know. I-
Iowa State Fair happened, and like prized pigs fattened by the greatest, by the most sultry of slop and oats. The Democrats were paraded around the Iowa State Fair, shrine all of the local delicacies of Iowa. Why is this a tradition, Stephen? You're the resident Democratic shill, so why? Um, well, real answer. I'm giving a real answer. And short answer as well. Well, it's not just a Democrat thing. Don't Basically, tell me about the history of Coca-Cola and Pepsi and stuff. <laughs> that was such a that was such a funny bit though. When you were just you just talked for so long about the fucking different names of Pepsi Cola. Uh-huh. Pepsi Lay. <laughs> <laughs> and they're actually owned by the Lay Company. Oh, but really, why is this a weird tradition? You guys make me feel simultaneously so loved and hated at the same time. No, I wasn't making fun of you. Um, I just, That's the idea. I enjoyed how upset basically Tristan it's was. only basically it's only Democrats right now because obviously Trump is going to be the Republican yeah. nominee, but both parties do it. As some would say, the incumbent. Um. Yeah. Uh, Iowa is the first primary state. That's so what I thought. It's the first state where they're going to have like a big chance for momentum going in the rest to try to get the party nominee to be. President. I just. It's strange to me, people fawning over Bill de Blasio eating a fucking corn dog, mm-hmm. and fucking Kamala Harris, um, fucking eating pork, and fucking Bernie shooting hoops. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't get it. These are just fucking people, and they don't. They're all laughing and smiling and having a great time, but they don't fucking give a shit. They're at a fucking fucking Pete Buttigieg going down a fucking slide with like a kid. Mm-hmm. Politicians, they're just like us too eating fucking pork although i do think it was cool how marianne williamson did smoke pcp with a carny <laughs> that was pretty badass i like that i respect that she was in the middle of the mosh pit when slipknot played yeah exactly uh, but yeah just a strange. pure beam of light came down yeah. like gandalf on the third day at the battle of helms deep think about the nuclear reactors at fukushima and visualize a light of love and angels surrounding it She's so good. Fuck. I hate I love, her. I'm vote, I'm unironically voting for in, in fucking November, wherever the bitch. fuck that is. So um, another thing about that, cannibalism. Because we were talking about Kamala Harris eating pork, and that is in my book, Cannibalism, Pig Eating Pig. And, 40%, um, baby. And that made me think about cannibalism in this world. What are your thoughts on consensual cannibalism? 100%. I can. I was going to say, I can already answer this for you. Rudy is 100% yeah. on board. Yeah. Because, because we talked about that a couple podcasts ago, but it was cut because it wasn't very stimulating. I asked you if you would eat your own foot if it was amputated, and you said no. No, I wouldn't. Why? Because I don't want to eat my flesh. I mean, okay, so the... if. Prions are a shit show, right? Like if I get what the fuck is prions? Uh, it's whenever your DNA misfolds and you have a higher risk whenever you eat. Human I just meat. took a DNA um, test in Ibiza. That's why, like the stereotype with like people that are cannibals, um, they have like shaky hands and they have like a lot of like huh. nerve shit. Music Do you know a lot of cannibals? No, but it's like a, it's a trope. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a thing. If eating your own cum makes you a cannibal, I'm the biggest fucking cannibal on earth. Oh shit, dude! Fuck, you've been shaking a lot lately. <laughs> Um, and yeah. your breath has smelled like grease. <laughs> if I if I knew that I wouldn't get like a like a brain bug, I would totally eat some fucking human. The reason why I asked this is because I've been I killed a homeless man several days. Who ago. was that fucking German guy 
Yeah, look his name up. Armin Vies. Is that it? Roman it's, Polanski. It's W E I S. It's like Vice. It's Armin Vice. Yeah, probably. Um, back in like the early two thousands, you ever heard about this? I may have seen this. He I was on. Hey, hey, you hear about this one? Yeah, Armin Vies. Uh, yeah, he ate someone. That's my Jay Leno impression. <laughs> I, I wear all denim. I, I killed Conan O'Brien. That day, his chin grew three sizes. Yeah. Uh, that was. Okay, cunt. We respect Jay Leno at the horse house. Yeah, and all those gay cars. All right, Rudy. What if they had a Jay What Leno. if they had a show where Jerry Seinfeld got coffee in one of Jay Leno's cars? <gasps> Fuck, that probably happened. I'm guaranteed. I'm going to say that that is. Didn't an they do an episode where fucking Jay brings his own car? Probably. Right? No, no, Stephen, you probably just accidentally <laughs> described a real episode of comedians and cars getting coffee. Um. But uh, can we all sing the Family Guy theme song? But Armin Vies, back in the early two thousands, you know it's funny because I'm trying to keep the podcast going. You're trying to fucking sing Family Guy theme songs. Why are you looking at me, Stephen? And um, and so us. in the early two thousands, he was on a. I'm surprised you haven't heard about this, but I may have just fucking yeah, spit it out. He was on like a cannibal um forum. Mm-hmm. It's probably like deep web, I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. And he put an ad out. For people who would want to have their flesh eaten. Wait, when was this? Early 2000s, I'd say. Yeah, this is the cannibal cop, right? No. There was a He thing... is not a police officer. Really? Uh-uh. Oh. There was a dude in New York that was doing the same shit. Uh-uh. This guy was in, in Germany. Apparently, cannibal forums were real hot. And so, he put an ad out saying, like, hey, who wants to have their flesh eaten by me, a cannibal in Germany? A sensual German cannibal. And a guy answered. He was, like, some computer, some computer, computer programmer in Berlin. And he called. He, he he contacted him, and he traveled to Armin Vesey's country, Feces. <laughs> I hate you. Feces. Hey, feces like poop. But, uh, so he went there, and um, first what Armin Vice Vies did was he... He cut his dick off. He, he gave him a lot of schnapps mm-hmm. and um, pain pills. And which I think, if you take enough, will kill you. But uh, is that how people kill themselves most of the time? Yeah. So he was kind of like lulled. He was he took in a an daze. ibuprofen and he was a beer. He was in a bathtub, just bleeding out. Yeah. And so he cut his dick off because they wanted to share that mm-hmm. uh, before he bled out and died. And and they cut the dick off. And Armin Vies, I was calling Armin because I don't really know how to pronounce his last name. Um. So so, so I believe it's Armand Vice. I think is what you're saying. That's a f- fucking fashion designer. That's a sure. magazine. Yeah, Anna Wintour. I, I I just have a question. Yeah. Like he signed up, not being like this is going to be a safe procedure, and you're going to take my foot, and that's going to be it. No, he wanted to be killed. He wanted okay. to be slaughtered. Oh, that's dumb. Killed and eaten. I think the actual ad was like, "Would you like to be slaughtered and eaten?" Ooh. He like he's or like slaughtered. They're cannibals, and um, so this is all consensual. It's like a kink thing, kind of, mm-hmm. you know, and like that's like the ultimate kink. You fucking die. One last um, wild ride. Yeah. And that dude came so hard. Yeah, yeah. And so he Armin ended up burning the dick by accident. He was, That's it, fucked. It was in a skillet. Oh. And so it was too much. It was too burnt for them to eat, so he fed it to his dog. No. And then the dude finally died. And um, so, like, Armin, like, filleted him and shit. Uh-huh. And then put him in like in storage and in, in, like big like hunting um yeah freezers like a top loader freezer yeah and so um and he, like he ground up for like months yeah he, he feasted on the flesh and um and he even ground the bones to be used for flour mm-hmm. which is interesting yeah um 
And uh, and so finally what caught him was he put another ad out mm-hmm. saying, hey, me hungry, me hungry more. Please, someone sacrifice himself for me again. And some guy who was just perusing the deep web saw that and called the German um, authorities. I know, a fucking narc. <laughs> and so you know the police what we came. do to rats around yeah. here? And so the police came and they arrested him and now he's serving life in prison. Damn. And I don't know if he deserves to go to prison for life. I feel like I only have one argument against it. Murder? It's murder? Well, no. Murder? If you... Because I'm, I'm full on for, like, consensual murder. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> no, like uh, like euthanasia. Well, yeah. I like Jack Kevorkian. Yeah. Um, I just... I feel like... Um, no, Google Jack Kevorkian. Thank you. I feel like the only argument against it is that, like, if you allow that kind of thing to happen, then you can engender a culture that allows that it's to happen. It's a slippery yeah. slope. So then, well, I mean, like, nothing bad comes from it if there's one dude doing it. Well, and a we, lot we, of things we let bad... them get married, and now we have to bake the fucking cake. In, so, in theory, in theory, like, you could also make the argument that, like, assisted suicide, euthanasia, like, there's processes that you have to go through to, like, become applicable to apply for assisted suicide, and also it's not painful. Like, whereas this was very cruel and unusual. Yeah. We don't know that. He boozed him up. Oh, yeah. He, I mean, he didn't feel. Yeah. He probably had to get him hard to cut off the dick. Nah. If you reach down far enough into the pubis, you could probably get some good and dick. he just got a knife down in there? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how he did it. I'm sure he cut it off with a knife. He didn't cut it off the gun. It probably hurts more if you're hard, because there's what, more blood. What, do you think he shot there? it off? Retard? Dan- so, Dan- <laughs> what are you talking about? So, just to, like, quickly answer your question, I would not partake... No, that wasn't the question. Oh, sorry. The, que- the question was, should this man be in prison for his entire life? Oh. No. And he's actually helped with cannibal cases since then. The authorities come to him every time there's a cannibal case, and he that's helps cool. them out. Yeah, Dude, that's a like fucking a ABC show if I've ever heard of it. Yeah. That's literally yeah. Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, in in one way, you can be like, well, the guy consented. And at the same time, it's like, but if if you consent to... Are you mentally sound if you consent to being murdered and eaten? No, but you're still making your own choice. Yeah, I, but, but like, I'm super libertarian with that shit. I don't know, like it's it, your body. I, do whatever I don't, the fuck you want. I don't know what the court present, like the court president is though. For like, I am not. I'm sure men- that's the president for future things in Germany. No, but like, no, but like saying like I'm mentally ill and i made this decision am i responsible for that decision but do you think that all that a kink can be a mental illness yeah 100%. really if it, if it involves grievous bodily harm to your person or somebody else yeah what rudy necrophilia pedophilia rape bestiality oh society said that's a mental illness <laughs> What's the spirit say? Are you going to hit me with a deep epistemological meme, What's the spirit say? Oh, the law that man-made says that's a mental I only follow God's laws. <laughs> Dude, fucking Dogicles coming off the top. Bro. Seriously, though, in a, in a vacuum, uh, homeboy should not be put in jail. Yeah. Um, like, if, if it wouldn't encourage anyone else to do the same thing, you should go home scot-free. Yeah. But, like... Maybe sort of like a five-year sentence. I mean, you don't want, like, a couple... You don't want, like, Just a couple generations down the road... All Germans being cannibals. Yeah. I mean, Angela I mean, Merkel be, is be, kind of already one. So. Um, Angela Merkel, Chancellor of Germany, has definitely eaten people. Chancellor oh, yeah. of Children. That's Armin Wies who, who ate the person. He's decidedly not sexy, and mm. I would not let this man coerce me into He's not being a bad looking dude. Dinner. I wouldn't let him eat my dick. Dude, he is a solid 3.5 out of 3. 10. 3.5? What are you on about, dog? Get out of and here. And then this is the guy he ate. Um, Bernd Brands was the guy who he ate. 
He looks like a guy who'd like well, me into yeah, that. I don't like that guy. He'd definitely be into that. He was that, from Berlin. That I man believe. looks mentally ill. Have you seen this man? Like, I feel like that volunteering to be eaten is a mental illness. Is it? Yeah. Is it? But I mean, also, you can make the argument that like wanting to die is a mental illness, but we allow you. Do you guys think that coprophilia is a mental illness? Oh uh, yeah. Coprophilia, I barely knew her. You kind of hesitated. You kind of had to think about that a little is bit. That, I don't know. Is that doo-doo? It's poo-poo. Yeah, that's eating say, that's doo-dooing it's out eating dookie. Your, I don't know That's if it doo-dooing is. out of your ass. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's when I realized that I had shoved way too much shit back into my own ass. Uh, what? 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 Oh, oh, oh shit! Holy shit! <laughs> Welcome back, old friend. I have Hell not heard fucking, this yeah. hallowed chant in what seems like an eternity. Too long. And for the past ten years and ten episodes, if you've been listening to Welcome to the Horse House, you know that that signifies that it's time for Tristan's viral audio clip of the week. Today. We have a clip from YouTube. It is the sentencing of Chris McNabb, who murdered his two-week-old baby in uh, 2019 and or 2018. The, the, the clip was uploaded in 2019, and you know how the courts are. It probably happened in like 2017 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, this is the judge giving him his sentence, but the judge gets kind of creative. So uh, let's listen. Dance whatsoever that proved anything about me putting my hands on my kids. I've never done it. I never would. I don't believe in it. I was beat as a child, and I don't agree with it at all. And I would never do it. I would never do this. That's all i got to say. I would never do it. I'm innocent. Well, I can make a lot of comments on what you said. I can make a lot of comments on the trial, but I know that was just be arguing with you or talking with you. I'll ask you one simple question. You claim you're innocent, so you tell me what sentence the man or woman that you claim did this should receive. If you ever find out who did them, they deserve to be under the jail. Okay. So they ought to get the maximum sentence. Most definitely. Okay. On the crime of malice murder, I sent you to life and confinement without... <laughs> Damn. With the sentence of death of another, I sent you to 10 years of confinement consecutive or half. Now... On my patented savage meter, that's off the scale. Dude, that judge just went sicko mode. That judge went fucking sicko mode. There's part of me that appreciates like the Andy Griffith style judging just yeah. then. There's another part of me that feels like that shit's not professional. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, he was going to get a license anyways. Oh, oh that's... Ha- well, yeah, that's even worse. Well, if you're I, just playing with if your food. I, if, if I was Chris McNabb, convicted child killer... Allegedly. I, allegedly, I never put a hand on my baby. Um, if I was him, Jimmy. I would somehow, before sentencing, find a time machine and go in, in forward in the future and look at that clip we just saw. And when he asked me, so what do you think this the man would deserve who killed your baby? Do you know what I'd say? I'd say, I think he should walk free and get uh, a million dollars, Judge. <laughs> Lay Pretty ep- good. Lay epic style. Lay epic style. A fair trial from a jury of their peers. That has been Tristan's final audio clip of. Uh, uh. <laughs> Guys, I miss doing the podcast with you. So. Hello. Hello. Oh wait, is this Mr. Jesse Ventura? No. 
Who is it? Why don't you figure it out? I've given you the clues. This is this is Mr. Jesse Ventura. Holy shit, sir! How is it, sir? How are you? I'm fine. <laughs> I'm in here. I'm I'm hooked up to my oxygen tank. <laughs> Thank you, thank you for calling in uh, to our tenth to our tenth episode celebration. What was that? Oh wow! It's I, I'm honored. This is so cool. I, I'm here with. I, well, this is wait. Okay, first of all, how was it working with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Predator? He's a slack jawed faggot. <laughs> That's fantastic. And how was it being on the Joe Rogan Experience? Uh, you know, I, I don't remember. Uh, I, I can't even remember what I had for breakfast this morning. <laughs> Is that the CTE from wrestling? Uh, uh, I, I would, I would, uh, probably if I knew what that was, um, <laughs> you'll have to excuse me. I just woke up. <laughs> it's fine, Mr. Ventura. Now the only way I can sleep anymore is by purposefully. <laughs> I run my head into my own ceiling fan, <laughs> and it knocks me out for a few hours. <laughs> now, now, I heard that you have to sleep upright like the Elephant Man. Is that true? Like Batman? Like the Elephant Man. You have to sleep sitting up. Yes, and it's my dream to sleep like a normal person, but I can't. Because if my giant head weighs me down... Now back in the, okay? yeah, we're, we're okay. Now, now back in the day, you were called Jesse the Body Ventura. Would you consider yourself now yeah. Jesse the Mind Ventura? Hey, once a body, always a body. If you know what I mean, <laughs> I, I do. Um, by the way, you're on the line with uh, my two co-hosts. Uh, and introduce yourself, guys. Hi, Mr. Ventura. Big fan. This is Steven. I am a huge fan of your Thank work. You, Th- this is Rudy. Hello, sir. Hi, Ruby. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Mr. Ventura, being known as the body, I mean, that's, you're so famous for that. There was a once a man said, uh, does the body rule the mind or the mind rule the body? What, how do you feel about that? In that, in this case, my wife rules this body, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Is it ever okay to go ass to mouth? Only on Sundays. <laughs> no, uh, that's disgusting. I, I leave that for the African-American <laughs> I have I have two more questions for Mr. Go on, Steve. I'm not too fond of them, you know. They don't put that in the press. <laughs> well, I'm glad you made your racist debut on Welcome to the Horse House podcast. Mr. Ventura, okay. uh, Mr. Ventura, you have some very strong feelings about um the events that led up to the September 11th, 2001 attacks. And if you want to air those out here, that's fine as well, but I I was curious to see if you had any thoughts about the uh the incidents surrounding the supposed suicide of Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, suicide. Oh, he's dead, is he? Yeah, they found him in a cell. Oh, did they? <laughs> yes. He's not a, He's not in Guam sipping mimosas right now. You think they would let their most powerful player die? Is that what you think? That is You've true. You've disappointed me. Oh, I don't think that, sir. I just, I, I want you to, I want you to, to say to the public what, you know, we are, we're, we're thinking. I want hey, I want I them have, to hear it from the body. I you have know? to tell you then it, then you're doomed already. Wouldn't you agree? <laughs> fair, sir. Fair. And and my last well, question. Disney told me that he was good. <laughs> he was a good friend of mine. Many people don't know that. I didn't know that, sir. That's a fascinating. That's he that's... was Jewish. 
I'm trying to hide it. I'm sure you know how. I had no idea about that. And my last question, sir, what's your favorite episode of Family Guy? Um, hmm. I think my favorite episode was when uh, Brian tried to have sex with Lois mm-hmm. because that was uh, very, uh, it, it, uh, it, you know, it appealed to my bestial <laughs> sensibilities. A lot of people don't know that. That's another interest of mine. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I just woke up. Excuse me. <laughs> it's, it, it, it's, it, it's all right, Mr. Ventura. Uh, I, I have two questions to ask you and then I'll let you go. Is that okay? I I know you're busy and you just woke up. No problem. Okay. Um. One, did you really punch Chris Kyle in the face at that bar? No, I didn't. He's a liar. <laughs> Tell us more. Why? Why would he lie about that? Because he's a sociopath. He needs attention. <laughs> well, he's he's he, a little man. <laughs> he did need attention. He's dead. <laughs> he's the greatest serial killer of all time. Oh, and why do you think yes. he's dead? <laughs> yes. In Did show he have up. any training? He, he took a man with PTSD to the range. <laughs> I would never do that. Listen, I trust you know that why? you would Because I was the governor. Did you know that? Well, you're the governor of what state again? I was, Minnesota. Come I was on, the dude. governor of my home state of Minnesota. What the fuck, dude? Show some respect to Mr. Ventura. <laughs> Sorry. I, I thought it was New Mexico Thank for a split second because of Gary Johnson. <laughs> Thank you, Ruby. Um, one more question, and then we'll let you go, Mr. Ventura. By the way, we really appreciate you calling in for our 10th episode uh, celebration. Oh, uh, it's a pleasure. The pleasure's all mine, and but, the pleasure's yours as well. I, I, Very I, much so. I, it'd be hard to disagree with that. Um, one more thing. What's your all-time favorite moment from Welcome to the Horse House? When it ends. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, uh, Mr. Ventura. Uh, Please call back uh, anytime you can. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye.